Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of the Blind Leading the Blind podcast. My name is Chris. And I am Mike, and we are purely glad to have you here listening to us. We are coming to you from the really interesting now confines of Studio B, as in B-E. Uh, we want to thank whoever laid carpet in here and painted the walls. Truly a battleship gray. That would be Mr. Phil Christian, and thank you so much, sir. That was That's really nice of you to do that. <clears throat> it's, um, so if you hear some sound difference, perhaps it's the carpet. Perhaps. We have carpet and we have paint on the walls now. Yeah, maybe it's Maybelline. Mr. Phil, you did wonderful work. It looks great. Uh, we appreciate all the hard work that you've put into this place. Um, it's looking good. Um, okay, so we are coming to you from Studio B. Yes. The newly painted and carpeted Studio B. Ooh. <clears throat> so if you want to get hold of us here in this lovely little space... Um, there are several ways to do that. One is to call our numbers if you have them. And if you don't, there's a reason for that probably. <laughs> um, <laughs> and um, you can also get a hold of us on Facebook. Um, come check us out. We release, we always make a notification on Facebook too when we release an episode or an episode is released. And I say we in the very royal manner that it's Mr. Workman that does all that. On Facebook, we are first name blind leading all one word last name the blind all one word um and uh, friend us come find us if you want an invitation we will send it to you the email if you'd like to send us emails uh which we would greatly appreciate and we behoove all of our listeners to send us um what do we behoove them is that the wrong word to use? I, I, I don't think that has the context there that I, I would send Implore? it anyway. I'm going to behoove you. Implore? Implore. Beg. Yes. Yes. We okay. beg of you. That's different than behoove. That's what you do when the... <laughs> never mind. It's about cows and hooves and stuff. and That's dehooving. <laughs> I was going to say, behooving is not the same as beheading with feet. There's always room for jello. <laughs> always room for jello. Uh, so anyway, if you'd like to get a hold of us, uh, send us an email. It is blind leading. No, it's not. It's blindpod at gmail.com. I told you my there brain you is fried today. Go. That's good. Uh, that's B L I N D P O D at gmail.com. There we go. What about Instagram? I heard we had something on Instagram. Uh, we do have something on Instagram, except I still can't get into it <laughs> for the third week in a row. I still cannot get into it. We, we may or may not be creating a new Instagram channel because I don't know why it locked me out. It won't let me in. I just wanted to poke at that a little bit because I'm in that kind of mood today. Yes, you are. Just so you know, uh, do you have anything else to add of importance before we move on? Well, of importance, heck no. I've got lots of stuff to add. But <laughs> Okay, well, why don't we uh, go ahead and drop right into the... Oh, no. Wait. Something happened. What's wrong? Oh, no. It's no why fun don't anymore. We, <laughs> why don't we go ahead and drop into the... Fun fact time. There we go. Um, so I know we have some extra fun factage today yes we do would you like me to start uh well yeah go ahead are you really excited about yours I, I am pretty excited well then why don't you go ahead on uh so last night i sent you a text yes you did and i said go outside and look up yes <laughs> did you i did okay i didn't know if you were already like in bed oh good lord no i was <laughs> sitting on the couch being bored for the moment um so last night we experienced a phenomenon um from what i understand it doesn't happen very often mm -hmm. it's um, pretty rare what is that? That is a phone on the other side of the wall. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, so we experienced a phenomenon last night uh, called the 22-degree halo. Yes. Also known as uh, the moon ring or winter halo. Uh, it's an optical phenomenon that belongs to the family of ice crystal halos. Uh its form is a ring with an apparent radius of approximately 22 degrees around the sun or moon. Mm -hmm. When visible around the moon, it is called moon ring or winter halo. There you go. Say that again. Lunar moon ring or okay. winter halo. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, so that's my fun fact. You have some? It was, it was very cool. Yes, well, we have a listener, <clears throat> a young man by the name of Jimmy and his sister, Caitlin. 
Ah, yes, young James. Young James. <laughs> and he has sent us um, a number of fun facts. Yeah, I'll preface this. So, so uh, little Yimmy, um, as I like to call him, uh, it's a VeggieTales reference. If you know it, you know it. I don't. Um, so anyway, Jimmy really enjoys the fun fact time. Some of the random crap that I come up with <laughs> for fun facts. Uh, he really enjoys it's his favorite part of the podcast. Yes. And uh, so we uh, threw the invitation out there for him to come up with some fun facts that we can read on the air. And, and so he has done so. Mm-hmm. One of the first ones that he sent to us was one that was about um, armadillos. Did you know that armadillos are bulletproof? Yes. In, probably in some ways, not completely. Not completely. Um, this is attached to a story about a man in Texas who was hospitalized when a bullet he shot at an armadillo <laughs> ricocheted off the animal and hit him in the jaw. Now, I'm assuming that him is the guy that shot the armadillo and not the armadillo's jaw that got hit with a bullet. But... Um, <laughs> And, and actually, I mentioned this Saturday when there were some guys over at my house for the anti-shower. Oh, my goodness. The also, food was fantastic. Oh, I'm glad you enjoyed it. It was much smoked meat. Oh, very much smoked meat. And um, I asked a guy who lived in Oklahoma for, I guess, a good portion of his childhood. Um, and he said, yes, they are. Um, that you don't want to run over them with your car if you can avoid it. Because I guess they will mess your vehicle up. Yes. Can you imagine an armadillo caught in your fan belt? <laughs> um, so the few times I've been to Texas, huh? there are tons and tons and tons of armadillos on the side of the road. They do die most of the time when you hit them with a car, but they also so. leave a pretty big mark on the car. Um, they are bulletproof on the top side. The yeah. bottom side is soft and squishy. <clears throat> I think that's, I why apologize. They, that's why they curl up in a ball. Yes, uh, to protect the soft underbelly. Yes. There, there was one other that I wanted to share, at least this evening. We're going to save a bunch of these because he is really into this. This is cool <laughs> to see. I like it. The original name for the search engine Google. Okay. Did you know that it had another name? I did not. It was called Backrub. <laughs> what? Backrub. 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 I don't know why. <laughs> there's no and explanation? Perhaps. No, there's none at all why it was named Backrub. It was just renamed Google, um, which is the number one followed by 100 zeros, which makes as much sense as Backrub. Uh, hold on. So Google translated to binary code is number one followed by... I don't think it's binary. I think it's an actual number. That the, the Google that's the number is spelled G-O-O-G-O-L, kind of like Googling a Mongol. Um, okay. And the horde. Fur to herd. Yep, yeah, never mind. Did you, did you say Herbert there or you said herd? I didn't oh. know. Oh, goodness gracious. Oh, there, now, yeah. what are you doing now, there? You can't go ahead and get that fired oh, up now. Oh, no, we'll have to shut that down there. <laughs> so those are a couple of the... Uh, thank you, Jimmy and uh, and Caitlin. I think Caitlin had a hand in some of these. Yes, thank you, guys. So that's, that gives us some additional information about the people that listen to us. Yeah. Um, now that we're collecting your information... <laughs> I need to shut that off. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> uh, uh, we are not collecting any we'll, information for you. We will only be collecting it for a little <laughs> while, then we will all let it go to the eaters. Oh, oh my gosh. Speaking of that accent, uh, <laughs> there is a guy on YouTube. Yes. And I can't, for the life of me, remember what his last name is. First name is Mark, mm-hmm. I believe. Mm-hmm. He's a scientist. Mm-hmm. Uh, an inventor and engineer, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he had a package stolen off his porch by porch pirates. Mm-hmm. And he took some initiative afterwards to say, this is a problem. He started digging around and found out that it is a huge problem. Mm-hmm. And so he took some initiative as a scientific mechanical engineer to uh, come up with a solution. What did he do? For the porch pirates. What did he do? He created a product. Uh, and essentially, I don't remember what he calls it, but basically it is a decoy package 
for porch pirates. What's in it? That is mechanically engineered and 3D printed to certain specifications that he has made. Mm-hmm. Inside of the box is a mechanical device that sort of like an upside down seed spreader. Uh huh. And he loads that up with about 15 to 20 pounds of glitter. Mm-hmm. And then there's uh, attached uh, cans of fart spray. And uh, there is cell phones attached to it. There's cameras, audio, wireless feed, GPS, all that good noise. And so basically, the minute that the box is opened, mm-hmm. the very first thing, I mean, it triggers this whole relay system to happen. So when the porch pirate takes the package back to wherever they're at and they open the box, it immediately triggers the device and it basically glitter bombs them. It launches uh, the, the seed spreader thing, starts spinning and sprays glitter in like a 15 foot radius. Oh, that's cool. And then there's a recording that says, Oh, it's uh, uh what is it? It's quotes from the home alone kid. Oh, ah, yeah. you felt the animals you want. Some, you had enough or you want some more. And then there are like 10 second increments where the fart sprayers, one on each corner will in yeah. spray. And it, all this stuff just keeps repeating in, oh, that's in, cool. until the batteries die. And as soon as it opens, it starts recording. Um, some of them he's rigged to where as soon as the box moves from its position, it starts audio recording. Ah, yeah. And then there's video recording that happens once it's opened. And mm-hmm. he's used it several times to uh, bring people to justice with the authorities. I like that idea. Um, but the one I watched recently was uh, he caught some, uh, uh, what do they call those people that call you? Um, telemarketers. Well, it's not a telemarketer though. It's like a, a scam thing where they're like, they pretend to be like Amazon and like you owe us oh, yeah. $5,000. Yeah, they prey yeah. on old people right. hmm? what? who don't know any better. Um, you know better. You wonder why I don't the answer moment. my phone. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, Didn't but, I talk to you yesterday? <laughs> uh, purple links. Um, <laughs> but no, he, uh, he he basically hooked up with a, a guy who has a YouTube channel who does nothing but scam the scammers. Oh, that's fine. And so as soon as he gets a phone call, he turns the cameras on and records the whole thing. Um, and uh, so they set up a sting operation and they got like four or five different, um, I think what they call like supervisors or like, uh, superintendents and they haven't people under them. Mm-hmm. They'll fly these people all over the country to pick up packages of money and they'll set up addresses at B and B like temporary air, uh, right. Airbnb right. addresses. Right. And so when you ship the package because he has GPS on it and all this recording stuff, right? So they tracked these people down with the packages. Oh, that's very cool. And, and and so they ended up hooking up with the authorities and arresting like three or four people. And then they took that information, and now they're working on a sting in India, which is where a lot of these come from. Really? Yeah. And so he's he's went from creating a, a, a practical joke, basically, to get back at Porch Pirates um, to... So it could like, be a real business. Oh, yeah. And, and so like... but. He has fun sending these packages out and just like waylaying people with them. That would be fun. It's fantastic. Um, so anyway, that concludes all of the fun fact time. Oh boy. Uh, so, what are we uh, what are we talking about today? Well, I think there was a discussion at some point about talking about heaven. Yeah, I, I was wondering because you had you had brought it up. I didn't know if this came from uh, a conversation you had from someone else that was asking questions or. I'd, I'd, I had had a conversation with someone, and I, unfortunately, I don't remember who. Go figure. So whoever I was talking to, I'm, yeah, I'd get used to it. Um, <laughs> um, about a resurrection body. Oh yeah. What yeah, is yeah, a yeah. resurrected? What is our resurrected body? That led me into a Bible study about that. I got bored with that fairly quickly. Um, Shocker. Shut up. And attention span of a gnat. It's what happens when you're a junior varsity cadaver. Um, I'm not a full-blown varsity cadaver. I'm just a JV right now. Um, I think I broke him. Oh. But anyway, this led to a whole study about, a uh, Bible study for me about heaven. What is heaven? And, and I started asking people and most of the people that I know, they really don't 
care in a good way. I was going to say, what do, you, what do you mean when you say that they don't care? They, they think of heaven, oh, we're going to be with God. Whatever he's got planned, that's cool. That's what we're going to do. Yeah. And, and I think that's, that's a very um, mature way to think about it. I think it's a very accurate way to think about it. Um, but as I, was, as I started this study, I fell into a trap of mine. I'm going to admit something about myself. Okay. Well, studying for this, I caught myself seeking answers. Okay. You go out there, you know, oh, I wonder what it's like. Oh, I want to know. Now I want to know. Now I want to know. Because that's me. Sure. Seeking information. Um, there's a lot of conflicting information out there. Yes, there is. Um, and it, honestly, I'm not sure that it matters that much. Yeah. I, I don't think it's uh, detrimental to the outcome. Correct. Yeah. I mean, I, I feel like it's important to be informed, I guess. If you if you believe in God and you believe in the Bible and you, you think the scripture is true, then yeah, you should know what's there. Yeah, I think it's valuable to know, to be aware of what the Bible says yep. about heaven and what's next and, and things like that. But outside of that, it gets into speculation so quickly. Absolutely. Um, and there are a lot of, lot of places where I looked while I was doing some research on this. Um, that was pure. They were just, they were just guessing, making yeah. stuff up. This is part of the reason that I'm not a real fan of, uh, of eschatology, the study of final things. However, the eschatology of bluegrass is a fantastic book. I'm going to have to look that up now. I won't remember it in an hour, it, but it has another name called praise habit. Oh, really? Or in parentheses, the eschatology of bluegrass. It's written by David Crowder. Well, then it's worth reading, probably. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't want this discussion or your own study about heaven or resurrection body or in days, which is what eschatology is. Um, I don't want that to become a distraction for you or a place of argument or knowledge. Yeah. But this came up and, and people, people were interested in at least considering it for a while. And then we're going to let it go. Yeah, I feel like it. it, it for me, it, it's not. Uh, it's not going to change how I feel about it. No, uh, but for me, it's a it's a fun conversation to have. Yes, you know, for me, it's just fun. Yeah, it's and, a, it, and it is. There's no grand scheme for me about passing about this information. It is just well, this is what the Bible says. So we're going to go on our merry little way and. You know, we're going to love God and we're going to love each other. And this is what's in store. Yeah. I think a lot of people, when they think about heaven, he gave me a look. So I just started talking, <laughs> um, which meant I'm rambling. Um, a lot of people, when they think about heaven, they really want to, what's the word I want? Sanctify, glorify the things they love here. The things they enjoy the most. Yeah. There, I mean, you have people, uh, and I, I misspoke earlier. The book is Everybody Wants to Go to Heaven, But Nobody Wants to Die. In parentheses, The Eschatology of Bluegrass. Ah, okay. Um, but anyway, <laughs> with, with, with that being said, uh, everybody has their own idea, it seems, as to what what heaven is or isn't or what it's going to be like. And you have people writing songs yes. about heaven. Like, uh, uh, if I can't take my coon dogs to heaven, then I don't want to go yeah. stuff like that, yeah. you know? Yeah. And it's like, I don't think, I don't think people really understand what it is. Yeah. Will there be baseball in heaven? Right. And I would say, will there be hunting and fishing? Right. I know there's no death. There's no pain. There's no, so like, if I shoot, can I shoot an animal? And then it just gets up and I shoot it again. I, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe there's a certain number of points that appears above its head. Oh, like real life duck hunt. Yeah, exactly. That's what I was thinking about. Yeah, that tells you how old I am too. Hey man, yeah. it's a, I love duck hunt. Yeah. It's more fun when you get right up on the screen and blast away. <laughs> the little dog guy. You yeah. try to shoot the little dog. The last I, I never did that. I did. I sure did. Lots. Yeah. <laughs> Just for fun. 
I was the guy that crashed cars in the simulator in high school. So. I also have another uh, confession to make. Here we go. Um, I uh, would routinely, while playing Oregon Trail, uh, would stop and hunt and would kill way, way more animals than I could ever carry back to the wagon. <laughs> well, that's just horrible. Yeah, well, little seven and eight-year-old me was having a blast. Oh, I'm sure <laughs> I can imagine. <laughs> Oregon Trail, you were seven. Yeah, okay, I get, I get that. I don't. Well, I don't know how old I was. I was probably in third or fourth, fifth grade. Well, so you were older than that. You were like 14, 15. <laughs> <laughs> well, given the school system, probably. Yeah, got my driver's license in the fifth grade. <laughs> and I, too, routinely crashed uh, cars in the simulator <laughs> yeah. while wearing the drunk goggles. <laughs> we didn't have those. Oh, was, we did. It was no, fun. Um so, heaven, heaven. Uh, so I guess uh, let's start with uh, where do you you, you start? Okay, I want to. All right, I will. <laughs> uh, what is heaven? Heaven is a real place where mm-hmm. the people of God will live one day. Mm-hmm. In fact, heaven is where God and the angels live right now. Okay, that's a quick down and dirty. You got something different? You have more to add to the definition of what is heaven? Well, sort of. Okay. People think about heaven and they think about um, floating around on clouds. Yeah. Um, people think about heaven, and I have heard this uh, repeatedly. Okay. That heaven is just praising God. Oh, we both breathe in at the same moment. <laughs> yes, that is it, being in God's presence is what heaven is about. Mm hmm. But does that mean, you know, you talk about that God is a spirit and that we'll just be spirits. I don't, I don't, I do not think the Bible says that. I don't think so either. Either? Either. <laughs> either. Long day. And because the, the, the Bible talks about a resurrected body. Jesus had a resurrected body. And there were things that Jesus did that I think. It would be fair to say, wow, I wonder if that's what heaven is going to be like. Are we going to be like that? Always remember that God created man and gave him a place to live that was perfect. We screwed it up by sinning. So God had to make some adjustments. And one of those adjustments was death. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yes. So, (laughs) you know, do we return to Eden? I think perhaps in in, in some ways. In in, in a way, I I think so. I don't don't, don't, think we go physically back to Eden. No. And I I think that heaven will be way better than the Garden of Eden was. Oh, I think so too. But remember that when we were created and placed here, uh, the idea was that we were created in the image of God. Yes. And we lived sort of like God. Yes. So we had a place like heaven. Yes. The Garden of Eden. Yes. It was perfect. Yes. Perfect peace. Mm-hmm. No death, no pain, no love, no aging. Mm-hmm. Or no love? There was love. Sorry. My bad. Uh, well, there was Cain and Abel. Well, I was going to say something, but I used the wrong word. Now I don't remember. Um, but it was perfect. And it was created for us to... So we were made in the image of God, and we were made mm-hmm. to act like God, mm-hmm. and we did, and then we screwed it up. Right. And so I think that you're correct in saying that in some way we are returning back to that state, but I think it's even better. It may be. Or we don't fully understand what Eden was like. Mm. Right. I, you know, it's my wife and I were talking the other day. She goes, can you imagine, because uh, we were sitting out in the backyard and watching the kids play, and mm-hmm. little boys are hilarious when you don't know when they don't know you're watching. Yeah. Um, but the, the creativity and the desire to have dominion. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're sitting there watching. And I said, you know, can you imagine living in such a way where you could just speak and cause something to happen? Yeah. Where you could just, I want peaches. And mm-hmm. boom, there's a peach tree. And you have the most glorious peaches you've ever had mm-hmm. in your life. Mm-hmm. And they're perfect. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine living in a life like that? And 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 that's 
from my understanding, it, uh, that's what it's going to be like. I, I absolutely believe that it will be true. I did. I, but we're not going to do nothing. No. And so let's, uh, first, before we, before we move on, I suppose for the, for the, uh, intelligent folks who are listening. So three, three meanings and, uh, yes, for once in the last several months, I actually have notes. So do I, <laughs> so um, I don't screw up. Yeah, because this is kind of an important thing that can cause a lot of fights mm-hmm. and uh, arguments, and I don't want any misunderstandings. Uh, so we're going to try to make sure that we're on the same page. Right. Um, the three different meanings for heaven. Yes. Okay. Uh, Hebrew, mm-hmm. shamim. Am I saying that right? Mm-hmm. Sham, shamim, shamwell. Yeah, sham, um, shamwell. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Greek, auranos, mm-hmm. uh, can mean God's dwelling place. Mm-hmm. The Bible says the Lord has established his throne in heaven and his kingdom rules over all. That's in Psalm 103, 19, by the way. Mm-hmm. Uh, God's throne is also mentioned in connection with the mountain of God mm-hmm. in Ezekiel. Mm-hmm. Uh, heaven may also refer to the endless planets, stars, and galaxies of the universe. Mm-hmm. The Bible says, when I consider your heavens, the work of your fingers, the moon of the stars, or the moon and the stars, uh, which you have ordained, Psalm 8, 3. Mm-hmm. A lot of people, the reason that people say heaven is in the sky is because of this. Yes. Right? The heavens. Mm-hmm. Um, number three, the Bible also speaks of the atmosphere that surrounds the earth as heaven mm-hmm. or the heavens. The heavens, yes. Uh, Genesis 1, uh, 7 and 8, yeah. I think. Yes. Uh, please note, one must study the biblical context to understand which of the three meanings is implied Yes. This is with all scripture, by the way. Anytime you're studying or doing a topical study or anytime you are reading the Bible, it is very important that you consider things within the context that they are written. Yes. Because it's very easy to take any scripture and make it say what you want out mm-hmm. of context. Mm-hmm. So that's uh, what's what I got for the meaning of the, th- of the three different ways that the Bible talks about heaven. Right. There's There's heaven... And, and we think of that's where God is, mm-hmm. uh, but it's, it's not a place. Okay. I don't see it as a, um, as a spiritual place. It, it doesn't mean that the heavens are, it doesn't mean that that's a God, a place where God literally lives or dwells. Because the, the the context of that statement is not somewhere high in the sky, but it's or like you know, does God live in outer space? Is He out beyond the known galaxy? God is spirit, and so He's not composed of matter. Okay. So why would He live in a place that is composed of matter as a physical being? Part of himself did that, by the way. Yeah. See, you just went all and, the way somewhere. And did I just go to esoteric land? Well, because here, here's here's the uh, here's the real quick redneck version of what Wilson was just talking about, right? Um, <laughs> Sorry. There are people. You know, you talk to people about uh, multiple dimensions. Yes. Right in multiple planes mm-hmm. and existences and mm-hmm. things like that. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and, 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 and when I think about, so, so God is omniscient, which means he's all knowing, all knowing, and he's omnipresent, which means he's everywhere at once at all places at, at the same time. Mm-hmm. So with, with what you just said, why would a being who's, Everywhere at once, need a physical place to exist. Correct. I agree. The one bone I'll throw you on that is that. Well, we're gonna we're gonna go down the road here in go a minute. There. Go there. But when we go to heaven, we get a glorified body. Yes, we do. Right, and that doesn't necessarily mean that it's only spirit. Absolutely. And God so, is spirit. Doesn't mean we are. Correct. And he can choose to be matter if he chooses to. 
because he's God and he can do whatever he wants. Right, and he did that. Yes, he did. <laughs> the answer is Jesus. <laughs> uh, yay! Um, so, <laughs> uh, so anyway, I think the point that Mr. Wilson is making is that God exists outside of time and space. Yes. And, and matter and all things that we understand. He is not constrained by the same things that we are in this physical world. In any way, shape, or form. Right. Um, so, he does not need a physical place to dwell. Correct. Um, the reason that he had a physical place to dwell when they built the temple and he dwelt in the Holy of Holies, right, is because his presence would destroy everything around it that, ha- that was tainted with sin. Yes. So... It needed a place to be protected for our sakes, not for his. Right. Um, so anyway, um, yes, I think that there will be physical, a, a physical place, heaven, because our physical bodies will dwell in heaven. A, a kind of our physical bodies, not necessarily a, a this glor- one that we have. A, a glorified a, a resurrected body. glorified body. Yes. And the way that I understand that, and this is... Mostly conjecture, so I'll throw that out there yeah, willingly. Right. Um, it's kind of like if if you could figure out a way to fuse the soul or spirit or whatever you want to call it mm-hmm. and the body into one being, mm-hmm. glorified body. Yeah. Are, are there any hints in the Bible about what a what a resurrected glorified body might be like? I'm pretty sure there is. Uh, I can think of at least one example. Uh, me too. It's the same answer as earlier. Jesus. Yep. The other one is uh, when they saw the uh, on the Mount of Transfiguration. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, mm-hmm. Was it Moses mm-hmm. was with him? Mm-hmm. And somebody else. And uh, Elijah? Elijah or Elisha? One of the Maybe two. Maybe it was Elijah. One of the I two. I don't remember for sure. Yeah. So I'm pretty sure you get a pretty cool glowing action going on when you get a glorified body. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> well, and that's, that's something that... Okay. If you are... In your resurrected state, in uh-huh. our resurrected state, we are in the presence of God. Sure. What happened to people when they were in the presence of God in the Bible? Well, Moses came down off the mountain. All glowy. His, all glowy. Mm-hmm. He, was, he was radiating light from, from being in the presence of God. Yes. And I believe it might have been him, the same one, who maybe it was somebody else, who had to hide the face in the rock as he walked That was by. Moses. He had Moses, to... same guy? Okay. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So... But, we're, we're like going, yeah, we're jumping. Um, I'm okay with that. Okay. Let's, I'm just trying to help people listening. That's all. Okay. Well, let's talk about, since we started this, let's, okay. let's talk about the resurrected body of Jesus. Okay. Hold on. Go for it. Okay. So uh, Jesus died and he was resurrected. Yes. And he did things. Yes. What things did he do? After he was resurrected? After he was resurrected. He appeared in a locked room. Yep. To his disciples. Yep. The 12, at uh-huh. least, if not more. Maybe he's like David Copperfield. Um, oh, magic Jesus. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> Sorry, I had to. <laughs> that means I'll be magic, Mike. Um, <laughs> Sorry. With your glorified body. <laughs> So Jesus appeared in a locked room. Yes. Um, just, I, I hesitate to use the word materialized. I well, mean, Scotty didn't beam him in there. You know, it was just, he appeared. Yeah. So he was not bound by brick or stone or wood or mortar or whatever the building was constructed of. Or any at all matter. Right. What did he do? He ate. Mm-hmm. There's kind of be food. Oh, for sure there is. Yeah. Yes. All right. There's yeah. there's scripture stuff. Yes. Um, he had a physical presence mm-hmm. because he said to them, "Come and touch me. Yeah. Stick your finger in here. Yeah. Make sure that it's me. Yeah. I'm the one that got stabbed. Yeah. Come I'm, over here, Tommy. I'm not a ghost. Yes. I am not your imagination. Right. You're not going psycho." This is not a dream. This is not a test. Come come find out. This is not a drill. It is a hammer. Right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. And, you know, speaking of which, earlier when I was uh, looking through this stuff, one of the, somewhere in this 
notes and article thing that I pulled up mm-hmm. that is in here. And uh, when I read the part, I considered when he just showed up in a locked room, mm-hmm. it reminded me of uh, Breakfast Club. <laughs> no, uh, but that's funny. Um, <laughs> mess with the pool, you get the horns. Um, but uh, no, uh, Genie, uh, Genie in the Lamp, uh, Aladdin. Poof, what do you need? Poof, what do you need? <laughs> That's true. He just shows up. Poof, what do you need? <laughs> oh, there's a skit in there somewhere. No, that's, yeah, that's pretty easy to do. As a matter of fact. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, by the way, that's not how God works, yeah. <laughs> folks. Um, are angels humans? No. No. Can angels appear to humans? Yes. Can humans see angels? Yes. Okay. So there's something too about this spiritual realm that again transcends what we believe is the whole existence of us because God lets us see angels. Those angels also, light is frequently described. Mm-hmm. Um, people falling on their faces. Mm-hmm. Um, just, Unless your name is Jacob, in which case you try to put him in a headlock. You wrestle him. <laughs> <laughs> did I show you the meme, that, it, or did you send it to me? I don't know. I don't, there was a meme that got handed between the two of us, I think, a couple of days ago that, that has a picture of uh, most people when an angel shows up and it had him. And then there was another one that had, uh, when Jacob yeah. shows up and it had the guy, like he was in like some MMA hold on the ground or something. <laughs> Nolan Ryan taken down. Never mind. Yeah. Um, okay. Now, one of the places, the, the end of the book of Revelation, chapters 21 and 22, uh-huh. gives a really good description about this new existence, the new heaven and the new earth. Um, and some of this is very basic, but we, but I think we have to go to basics on some of these. Yeah. Um, uh, there's no sin. Correct. There is no sickness. Actually, Paul talks about that in 1 Corinthians 15. Notice I'm giving you scripture references for this. Yep. There's no sadness. That's Revelation 21.4. Um, and where we live in a perfect fellowship with Christ forever. Now that, okay. I want to go after, uh, he's pointing his finger at me. No, go ahead. I, I wondered if you were going to throw a scripture at that. Yeah, what? Go ahead, you throw it. Perfect peace, the idea of being a perfect go there, peace. Go there. Isaiah 65, mm-hmm. 25. Mm-hmm. The wolf and the lamb shall feed together and the lion shall eat straw like an ox, and dust shall be the serpent's food. They shall not hurt or destroy in all my holy mountain, says the Lord. Mm-hmm. If you want a, um, a reference for the unapproachable light of God's awesomeness, First uh-huh. Timothy 6.16, I'll let you look it up. It's kind of a, I just offered you right there. Throw a scripture out and yeah, look it up. Oh, is that a thing that we've turned? We've I turned, just we've I, turned Chuck into a, a verb. Yes, I getting hoffered. Yes, now we have been we have hoffered. Oh, that just came right out of my face right there. <laughs> this idea that we immediately enter into a relationship, a communion, of an experience, dare I say, with Jesus. Okay, um, comes from a, it, it, it. There are a couple of things here. Um, it is completely against the idea of purgatory. Purgatory is not in the Bible, by the way. What's purgatory? Purgatory is uh, a teaching in the Catholic Church that upon your death, um, you are placed in a sleep, a soul sleep. Oh, the waiting room. The waiting room. God's waiting room. Gotcha. Which is not Florida. It's actually purgatory. Um, purgatory, Arkansas? Could be. I don't know. Is there purgatory Florida? Um, uh, anyhow. Um, Jesus says, remember when he's dying on the cross? Mm-hmm. And the thief, one of the, th- one of the other guys who was being killed with him, mm-hmm. looks at him and says, you must be Jesus. You mm-hmm. must be Lord. And what does Jesus say to him? Today, Today, you shall be with me in paradise. Yep. Not at some nebulous future time when you wake up. Mm-hmm. Um, 
today you will be with me in paradise. That's a very, I mean, that's Jesus saying that. Mm -hmm. um, I'm, I'm filtering for a minute. I'm just sorting through because this was a place in my study where I found some really wacky stuff. Uh, with, with, with in, ter um, in terms of resurrected body and what happens and the timing and all, all of that. Yeah. So it's, go ahead. I'm not really concerned. I'm I never have been with uh, how long it takes for to get to heaven when I die. Right. <laughs> um, and I also I'll throw this out there too. I'm uh, I've never been one to put uh, very much credence uh, behind people who have near-death experiences and say, I saw heaven, or I went to heaven for a minute, God said, it's not your time, go back. Uh, or people that, you know, went to hell, and they saw what hell was like, mm -hmm. and then God pulled them back up out of hell and said, now i got more work for you to do. I'm not going to say that they didn't have that experience because I'm not them and I wasn't there. I'm sure they had an experience. Right. Um, and I'm not, hey, I'm not judge or jury. It's not my job. Right. But what I will say is it's not scripture. <laughs> right. Uh, and that's all I have to go on that right. I can trust. So um, there's no, so you said you sort of went like super fast into some stuff. No, no pain, no suffering, no death, right? Right, right. Um, no sickness. And you said Revelation 21, 4, right? I did. Okay. Um, and then one of the things that, that I, that, we get to see to a small degree now, but mm -hmm. is a huge degree then. Mm -hmm. All things made new. Yes. Um, Revelation 21, uh, 1 and 2. Okay. Now I saw a new heaven and a new earth, for the first heaven and the first earth had passed away. Also, there was no more sea, no ocean. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Um, then I, John, saw the holy city, New Jerusalem, coming down out of the heaven from God, prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. Everything gets redone. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Everything. Us, them, you, me, grass, trees, yeah. animals, everything. Well, remember when God said you had to earn your food by the sweat of your brow, mm -hmm. there were changes in the physical world Yeah, in terms of agriculture. Yeah. You just didn't go, oh, tree, I'd like a peach. Yeah. Well, and also, the, so that I guess that sort of halfway leads us into the next big point is that we work for food now. Yes. That's part of the curse. Mm -hmm. We have to work by the sweat of our brow, as you just said, mm -hmm. and the ground will fight us back on it. Yes. Uh, that's part of our curse. Mm -hmm. However, when we get to heaven, when we all get, get to, to heaven, heaven, what a day of rejoicing okay. that will be. Um, but when that's going to be different, people think we're going to go to heaven, no more work, no more, uh, no more having to fight the world. I can just chill out, relax in a lawn chair, and sip a mai tai for all of eternity, right? right? And that's not. Uh, that's not what it's going to be. We got stuff to do. We, we are expected to be creative, to be productive. To, that, that's who God is, and we're created in his image. I, I think people who are, look forward to an earthly retirement are the, so I can do what I want to do are going to be severely disappointed. I didn't say that. The old guy said When it. they get to heaven. The old guy said it. I said me. it. <laughs> I am. I, I, I mean, I, I will honestly, I'm 63 years old. You're going to have people throwing walkers at me, man. Okay, good. <laughs> My name is Chris Workman. I live <laughs> we had to do a little editing yeah. in there. There were some noises. Chris actually has a, a sound that he makes that is precisely feedback. Uh, <laughs> the that computer was, thought I was feeding back. <laughs> yes, he has a 60 cycle home all on his own. Um, <sighs> I'm 63 years old. I could collect Social Security. Mm -hmm. I could file and collect right now. Mm -hmm. um, I could retire, technically. You could. And in the worldly sense of retiring. Yeah. But I don't want to. I can think of nothing worse 
than not having things to do every day. Now, there will come a time when I will need to retire um, in one way or another. Just because your body won't go no more. Because my body will just stop. And I'll have to find other ways to be productive. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't envision just retiring and sitting and trying to figure out what I'm going to do that day. I, I, I think that I would lose whatever would be left of my mind at that point. Um, we are created. Yeah, interesting. Men are created particularly to produce, to work. Mm -hmm. Women are created to produce and nurture. Mm -hmm. I wonder if those attributes will continue. Well, there is no sex in heaven. I just heard Chris. It's in the Bible. And, um, hey, see, I'm closer to heaven than you are already. Um, <laughs> you can edit that out, please. And, um, <laughs> just me. I hear, okay, we're going to get a new body. Yep. I wonder if, since we're in speculation land here, a little bit. A little bit. A little bit. I wonder if the tree of life is going to be opened back up. If God's going to give us the bodies that he intended or that he gave Adam and Eve at the beginning. And then we're going to get to eat from the tree of life. Just a thought. And I don't know this. I don't know. I don't know either. Yeah. <laughs> everything, everything that we're talking about, everything that we think of as heaven is going to be more awesome, more glorious, more transcendent, more everything than what we can possibly imagine because it's God preparing the way for it. And we can't understand what God is thinking. When we try to understand this stuff and, you know, no, um, then we're stepping on God's territory in some ways. Yes. Uh, it's not our place to uh, try and uh, set our minds at the place of God. Right. Um, I will say this back to what we were talking about before uh, I broke the computer. Um, Cause we were talking about uh, people think that heaven's just going to be hanging out, floating on the clouds and, right. and ha having fun. Um, Isaiah 65, 21 says that they shall build houses and inhabit them and they shall plant vineyards and eat their fruit. We're going to have stuff to do. Yeah. Um, What's interesting, too, is that Jesus said that I go to prepare a place for you mm -hmm. in my Father's house. There are many rooms. Some translations say many mansions. Mm -hmm. The word mansions, if you go back to the original language that it was written down in, spoken in, whatever, it doesn't mean a giant, massive house. It means a dwelling. Yeah, There are many places to live, yeah. many dwellings. And you will build your own, too. Yes. And... You will grow stuff and eat fruit. So we get to eat. Right. Um, there's work to do. And, and not work in the sense that we think of work. That's what it's I was, completely different. That's what I was getting ready to say is that, um, you know, we know work to be a bad thing because mm -hmm. it's part of the curse. Right. Right. We didn't have to work as we know it before by the sweat of our brow uh, to get anything. We could just poke it with a stick and it happens or yeah. whatever. You know what I mean? Right. It's a, we cannot fathom what it's going to be because right. we've never experienced it. One way to think about it. And this is from Romans eight twenty one. We will be set free from the bondage uh, and the futility and the decay of this present world. Be set free from its bondage to corruption and obtain the freedom of the glory of of the children of God, because that's who we are. We're just going to release all the, all the things that we have done here that have limited our, our, our relationship with God. And so he has to withdraw for a while. Yep. And, and so, um, here, I'm going to read this little thing. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm just going to read this. I copied it. I copied and pasted it from this article. Um, popular myths picture heaven as a fanciful place where spirits sit on clouds playing harps and float around in, in nebulous space. 
However, in John 14, 2 and 3, the Bible says that Jesus is building mansions or dwellings in heaven for those who accept salvation. He is preparing real buildings with real tangible materials for people who will inhabit them. Mm -hmm. Additionally, when Jesus went to heaven, he told his disciples, but I say to you, I will not drink of this fruit of the vine from now on until the day when I drink it anew with you in my father's kingdom. Mm -hmm. Matthew 26, 29. This means that in heaven, real vineyards will produce real grapes and there will be real wine. Uh, The Bible <clears throat> even refers to heaven as a country. Do hmm. tell. Hebrews eleven sixteen. Before sin came into this world, the world was a physical paradise. A beautiful garden full of fruits, trees, and animals. Similarly, when sin is finally eradicated from this universe, we will get to live life as God originally intended for mankind when he first created the Garden of Eden, not as spirits on clouds, but in a tangible material heaven. I don't understand how that says it's a country. I don't either. I don't get that. It's an article. I didn't write it. Because it's in a realm where there will not be borders. Yeah. Or Barnes & Noble or any (laughs) other bookstore. You know, it's interesting because the the, the big takeaway for me for this is that uh, it's not just us dying and leaving this world and going to hang out in some other place. Right. Everything gets wiped and made new. Mm-hmm. Not just, listen, if God it, makes a new heaven and a new earth, he's not just going to pluck that out of the galaxy right. and be like, oh, here, let me make a new one right next to that one and just right. get rid of that one, right? Right. I'm banking on the fact that he's making a whole new everything. Yeah. Well, we get new bodies. Right, but I'm not just talking we know about that, us. We know that the... The plumbing's not going to break. Yeah. If he, if he's making a whole new earth, I'm saying he's making a whole new universe. Yeah. A whole new kind of existence that we have no... For sure. No idea. Uh, 1 Corinthians 2, 9, Paul says... We are at 52 minutes, by the way. Okay. No eye has seen, nor ear heard, nor the heart of man imagined what God has prepared for those who love him. Mm-hmm. We're going to get all kinds of things that are fitted... Refitted, retrofitted, I don't know, remade, so that we can just so that we can exist with God in a in a complete in a way that we cannot even imagine. I mean, Jesus may drop by for dinner. Yeah, somewhere there is a scripture, and I did not write it down. Forgive me. Uh, that says that we will not remember this world that's a whole nother part of this Um, are we gonna have a part two well maybe well because we're like beating things to death and rushing like crazy just to try to fit in the time length and i I feel like we're not really unpacking yeah unpacking things okay well then there's going to be a part two and and one of the things in part two should be one one that concept that idea another thing is um just a mention if we're getting, if Christians, those who love God, are going to be refitted to be in the glory of God, will unbelievers be refitted to be away from the glory of God? Are they going to get something? Unglorified bodies? Unglorified. <laughs> Wait. We already I'm, have those. I am the model for that. <laughs> I'll be on the Sears Roebuck catalog. <laughs> just standing there. <clears throat> so in review, before we wrap this up, okay. heaven is a real place. Yes. Uh, it exists and it will be made new. Yes. Just as the earth is a real place, it exists and it will be made, made new, new. As will we. Um, as you listen to this, um, I don't know, when, when will this be dropped? Next week. Next week. Uh, I don't. No okay. about date. Okay. Um, we would love for, well, no one, no one can know, but we're going to love for you to bring us scriptures and do your own Bible study. But before we get to part two, I don't think that you'll be able to listen to this. Neener, neener, neener. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's not going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> no, because no, uh, this week's episode was just released 26 minutes ago. Oh, cool. Not on Facebook, but on the on the uh, podcasting. So when oh, okay. we get done here, I'll have to share it to Facebook. Okay. Um, 
Have, so, we, have we completely confused people? I, that's what I'm afraid of. That's why I said, why don't we stop, back up, slow down, and let's... Yeah. let's. And, and I'm pushing through partly because I, I just, there's so much cool information. There really is. And I don't want to leave something out or leave something to speculation or imagination. Sure. Stop it. Just stop imagining what it's going to be like. Look at the Bible and go with that and then continue on about your day here. Yeah, because the fact is, when we come back and we do part two, there's a lot that the Bible doesn't say. Yes. There, there actually, there is a lot of information about what's going to happen. However, yeah. there is so much more that it does not, not say. say. Yeah. Um, so just to recap, though, it's real place. It's going to be made new. When it's made new or when we get there, there will be no tears, no pain. Mm-hmm. Right? It's perfect. Perfect peace. We will live in perfect peace with God. Yes. We will have things to do. There will be houses and vineyards. Yes. Right? We get to eat, and there will be feasts. We'll find those scriptures where we can talk about that, too. Um, Fruitful gardens. One of the things that we didn't read, Isaiah 35, 1, the wilderness and the wasteland shall be glad for them, and the desert shall rejoice and blossom as the rose. Hmm. I like that. Yeah. Uh, There will be fruitful gardens everywhere. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, and we'll go on to the, just sort of make a, a mental, a recorded mental note here of where we should pick up, uh, physical attributes of the actual place of heaven. Okay. What it's going to look like. Yes. Um, and I think we should, for a half a second, when we come back, uh, talk about the glorified bodies thing. Because I have an entire section. I have a lot more. Yeah, I do too. I, I have a whole thing on the glorified body part. And the the tag heading for the thing that I copy and pasted is, there are many intelligent beings in heaven. We ain't the only ones there. And I'm not talking about aliens. Mm. <laughs> My hair's not. You seen that guy? The show Ancient Aliens yes. is trippy. Oh, Lord. Oh, man. Talk about I crazy. can't watch it. Entertaining. Yeah, Entertaining. Swamp I sit, people. I sit in all swamp people's good, Swamp too. people. I think Troy might be an alien. He's <laughs> good. <laughs> uh, but no. Uh, so we'll pick this up next week. Part two. Coming at you. Yeah. Uh, anything else before we... We're at 57. We've got three minutes. If, if we stick to our 60-minute I, I just want to say, if you, are, if you are confused by this, talk to us. Um, not because we're going to answer all your questions. We, we want to know where we confused you. Yeah. Uh, because this is a learning experience for us. This is the first time for me, I think, that we've done a, a topic where I don't really know too much about it. And I've never done a lot of study because I am very laissez-faire about it, I guess. And that's probably not good. Laissez-faire. Um, just it is what it is. Yeah. Well, I mean, to, to an extent, I am as well. Just... Purely based on the fact that it's going to be whatever it is when I get there, and I'm not going to change it. Right. Um, but I am also fascinated with things in Scripture mm-hmm. that uh, tickle the imagination, yes. if you will. My wife just purchased a book, and I, and I can't wait to dig into it to see how much of it is accurate. But it's uh, crazy, weird creatures that are mentioned in the Bible. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And Like angels. Like angels, like the Leviathan, the behemoth, mm-hmm. things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, uh, just I hope we didn't confuse you. Uh, I know it seemed like we were trying to run a marathon through there. Mm-hmm. Um, At a four-minute mile pace. Yeah, and so uh, we'll, we'll slow down. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I understand why. Because if you linger too long on topics, then it just becomes wasting time. Yeah, and it's not—it's uh, not beneficial. It's not beneficial to sit around and pontificate about what heaven's going to be like. Exactly, that's it's not going to do anybody any good. It is counterproductive, right, to what we need to be doing here. Which one of the things we need to be doing here is going out find somebody <laughs> to bless. That was a fantastic segue. <laughs> Uh, Go find somebody to bless, guys. Love you, bye.